my name is Alan Bramwell from Giants of Jazz Radio. If you're a regular listener to this station, you'll know that we have listeners worldwide from Asia and Europe to the USA and beyond. Wherever you are, we've all been affected by the outbreak of COVID-19 pandemic. And like many other countries across the world, social gatherings have been cancelled, as is the case in the United Kingdom. One of the events cancelled in Lancashire is the uh, in northwest England was to be the 11th annual Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues Festival due to take place this weekend the 1st and 2nd of May. Now I know the Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues Club and the festival committee and the many people living in the Ribble Valley area and beyond were disappointed that one of the most popular events in this part of Lancashire was not able to take place. Uh, but I can tell you that plans are already being put forward in place for the 2021 festival and we all look forward to that but what if we could hold a special virtual concert through the magic of radio and still get a chance to hear some of the artists who would have played for us this weekend well in this special broadcast that's what we're aiming to do and hear some of the uh, main headliners uh, for the planned 2020 festival so coming up we have the british pianist and composer Gwilym simcock the Ukrainian-born harpist Alina Bashinska, award-winning blues singer and songwriter Carla Brox. And we'll also hear from an eight-piece ensemble from Sheffield in the north of England uh, in the name of Rafiki Jazz. And we'll also look back, if we have time, at uh, in between some of the acts as they get set up to play some of the artists that have appeared at the festival in previous years. But first, let's welcome to the stage a guy who spent eight years working with the great Maceo Parker. Please give a huge welcome to funky trombonist Dennis Rollins.
Montpellier crowd favourite Dennis Rollins and his band with a couple of tracks from his catalogue we heard Funky Funk and Sold Out which is appropriate as uh, looking at the audience in the room we must be close to capacity Uh, the uh, first few rows uh, at the front were grooving away to that Dennis Rollins uh, great stuff there checking the uh, running order for this virtual Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues Festival I can tell you that coming up next on stage will be the great blues queen, Carla Brox. And uh, while she gets uh, ready and gets all the equipment in place, we're going to hear a track from an artist who first appeared at the Ribble Valley um, Jazz Jazz and Blues Festival back in 2015. A local lad from the Manchester area. This is uh, Aaron Gosh and a track called The Gypsies of Rajasthan.
That's Aaron Gosh and a track called The Gypsies of Rajasthan from his 2013 album A South Asian Suite. Uh, very shortly, we're expecting Carla Brox to take to the stage. Carla's an award-winning singer-songwriter, an official ambassador of the UK blues, daughter of blues doyenne, and of course, Victor Brox, who regularly appears at the Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues Festivals. I understand uh, Carla will perform three numbers for us, starting with a track called Sensitive Soul. So please welcome to the stage, Carla Brox. But in the morning, 
enjoyed that Carla Brox she played uh, three numbers for us Sensitive Soul Don't Mess With My Man and Finally Beautiful Day which sums up our day so far if you're just tuning in you're listening to Giants of Jazz Radio and we're enjoying a virtual concert this weekend should have been our 2020 Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues Festival which is based in a town in East Lancashire in the north of England but uh, through the magic of radio, we're holding a virtual concert, hearing some of the artists who should have been appearing at our festival. Because of the um, COVID-19 pandemic, all social gatherings have been stopped. So we've come up with this idea, a virtual concert. The next act to appear before your very ears will be the wonderful Rafiki Jazz. 
a collective of nine musicians who come from five different continents, uh, music and culture. Now, whilst our virtual stage is being set up for Rafiki Jazz, our next performer, let's hear from another artist who appeared in a previous festival. I'm talking this time about the Norwegian-born, Copenhagen-based Marius Nasset. He appeared at our festival in 2019. He's going to play a track now called Little Jump.
you like classic jazz, why not try Giants of Jazz Radio? You can find us on most internet radio platforms, including TuneIn, iTunes, RadioGuide.fm and Streamer. Plus, you can hear us on your smart speakers and smartphones, where you can download our free Google app. We're only a click away. Giants of Jazz Radio, the home of classic jazz.
heard Marius Nisette with a track called Little Jump, and that was followed by Izzy Barrett's Interchange, who's a leading composer and improviser and a good friend to the Ribble Valley jazz scene. Very shortly, we'll be getting back to our virtual concert here on Giants of Jazz Radio. Still to come, there's music from Alana Basinska and Gwilym Psinkok. Uh, but before that, we have Rafiki Jazz, and you're in for a treat. Uh, Rafiki Jazz on our virtual stage. If you've not come across them before, Rafiki Jazz is a collective uh, that produces music that crosses borders and physical boundaries with songs that offer hope and inspiration, especially during troubling times. Before we invite them on stage, earlier in the week I spoke to Rafiki Jazz founder member Tony Bowring and asked him how the group started. It started off in a, in a completely you know, unintentional way like these things. It was just a piece of opportunism between a group of musicians who happened to be in Sheffield for a short period of time during the summer of 2006, including a Gambian chora player, Papa Bo, um, who was a singer and chora player, and he'd been invited over for a couple of weeks to do some workshops and touring. And he introduced uh, myself as a bass player to, to Papa Bo, and... Uh, I thought, okay, uh, I was connected up with um, one or two people on the jazz and roots scene in Sheffield at that time, and I spoke to Rosie Brown, who's um, who was a, an ex Rafiki jazz singer and is a good a good jazz singer in her own right, Sheffield based, and she was working with um, a Brazilian kit drummer, uh, Cajuzinho, and who was over from from Brazil for a period of time. I'd also just met Mim Sulema, and who's a Zanzibari uh, singer, who and cook, actually, chef, um, who had just settled in Sheffield, and I'd only just met and heard about it. It was an absolute kind of Miss Dynamite of the, the kind of um, Zanzibari music scene. So there were, there were four of us who uh, did a... a, a a recording session. Um, so at that stage, the band or the project hadn't got a name or anything like that. It just uh, it just happened, and on the strength of that first recording, the first studio recording, which was live in the studio, that was that was the next step. So I mean, that's how it started. Um, I think the the Rafiki Jazz name was. The following year, actually, you know, when you obviously when you you think about recording, you developing a project and recording an album, you think think of a name for the for the for the crew. Yeah, you know, Rafiki Swahili for friend um, and jazz, kind of interesting word really because most people have a really fixed, well, not most, but a lot of people we talk to in audiences are really surprised by by what we do. And what they hear, and they're, they're saying, well, you know, fantastic, blah, 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 but yeah, is this jazz, you know, or isn't it? And, you know, it's a, it's a moot term. Um, my take on jazz is just it's, it's musical freedom. Mm. And, and it has, there's a kind of social, political undertone to it as well, which I think is, is you know, it's just personal to me in a sense. But so it's the music of revolution, if you want, and the music of freedom. And I think for Rafiki Jazz, we we you know we value the oral tradition, which I think is is one of the, one of jazz music's strengths and characteristics. 
uh, even though there's a lot of scored stuff around, I think still is people music, is social music, and that's that's what we like, and that's why we. I think that's probably why the why the band still continues because it's it values those 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 kind of human things. There's a thread through a lot of the songs around um, social issues, migration, human rights. And and they're just as important now than they've ever been. I mean, the track No Lines, No Separation, I think is fantastic. It's always been a multicultural band or a multicultural project. And, you know, that's where we live at the moment. We're we're in a multicultural society and and it's rich. And I think the music that Rafiki Jazz has produced over the years kind of works on that richness, if you like, and uh, makes, makes, makes it buzz and makes the airwaves hum. What's the process for coming up with the songs from the start? Is, does someone have an idea and it's just built upon or, or, or are there written lyrics? The process is, is driven by a way that we have of developing music in a, in a live session. So we would go in with open minds but with with our kind of toolkits, if you want, in terms of instruments and and possible song lyrics and possible sources of song lyrics as well. I think it's quite exciting, it's quite nerve-wracking. Um, we would book the studio for probably an eight-hour session. Uh, we work with the same sound engineer. We use the same live recording room in Yellow Arch Studios in Sheffield to develop all the material, and we're kind of comfortable there. The, the approach to the first song, if you want, or the first piece of music, um, is a little bit prearranged. There's, there's probably probably one one or more of the singers um, already know that they've got something that they can chuck into the chuck into the session. Instrumentally, we tend to be more open. Um, the the actual the way the session unfolds to create a track that you eventually hear on the album. Is, is kind of quite interesting. The the live room at the studio is has a huge control room, which is virtually a, a kind of studio side space in itself. And to start off with, the the vocalists in the in in the group would work separately from the instrumentalists. So the instrumentalists would be developing whatever, developing an instrumental piece or track or a groove together in in the uh, in, in the in the recording space. And in the control room, the the vocalists would be they'd have a live feed through, and they'd they'd be developing and researching lyrics. A lot of it is well, the whole thing is really quite spontaneous and uh, puts people on the spot, and it's quite stressful at times. Uh, but it's really enriching. And usually, if we've had a, a fairly prompt start, usually by maybe by three o'clock or four o'clock in the afternoon. Some shape is there, some structure and some intent, and hopefully one or two bits of beauty as well are in place. And then we would do several takes. Um, depending on the time factor, we do as many takes as possible, and there would be live takes with the vocalists back in the in the instrumental room uh, with a bit of screening off. But basically, it's a live take, and you know, it's technically it's. It's a challenge, but the sound engineer Robin that we work with is up to it and knows what to expect. So, yes, uh, interesting sessions. Very, very, very alive and very, very fluid. But at, at the same time, we know that we've got a deadline, you know, and that that piece has got to be nailed down. 
and recorded well by the time we we clear off and regroup next session you know which may may be in a, in a week's time or something like that it's not always night on night work but but it's truly collaborative what you're describing it's, it must be exciting to i mean no stressful to you it, say it that. is yeah there's the, <laughs> there is leadership i mean and the leadership in the group is interesting because um i mean we you know we 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 get on really well together and, and we're, we're kind of the there's not too many issues about about someone taking control for a particular either a particular piece or a particular phase of a piece so and that is really important i think with with this kind of approach i mean collect collective work generally is a nightmare you know and uh that's 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 why ultimately people people end up end up having a having you know someone in in a lead role but i think i think with rafi hijaz Although I mean I do take take on a lead role, and um, I step back when I can do, and other people step forward, and I think there's there's a you know degree of flexibility there, and I think it's just a it's a fascinating way to work. I mean that is not the end of the story in terms of what you hear on the album, because then the the second phase is a kind of post production phase where I would work in a solitary way with Robin Down, the, the audio engineer, and we would do the post-production work. So we do a lot of a lot of editing and trimming and remixing and just kind of kind of kind of shaping up a, in in a way that you would in in diff- different musical contexts and with different lineups and different projects, I guess you would you would do that shaping up as arrangements and get everything really tight and then record we tend to record and get it tight during the session as tight as we can do but we you know we, we record in the way that i've described and then the 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 kind of the the tightening up in a way happens um separately in a in a mixing studio and then that goes that is what is mastered and that is what goes out on the album and then from that when we tour the the, the pieces that are in the album we're referring to the to the edited version of that live session, if you want, for our rehearsal material. So in a way, we ha- we don't have to relearn the pieces because we created them, but we have to reshape them according to what's on the recording. Yeah. So it's kind of um, an upside down process, but it does seem to work. And we've we've done it with all the albums. And I think we're on the fourth one at the moment, and planning a fifth. Um, and it, it's a, an interesting way to work. Everyone gets quite excited by it. That's Tony Bowring, the founding member of Rafiki Jazz. Well, I can tell you they're on our virtual stage now waiting to perform. So without further delay, please welcome Rafiki Jazz.
که با صدای مردم آسمون گریش نمیگیره اخ کن از اون بالا عشقاتو بریز پایین دونه دونه میگیم که بارونه رحمت خدایمونه قصه ما رو سنگای این خیابونه اونه که خیلی وقت داستانا رو مینویسه عشق خونه میگیم که شادیم نداره اصلا شادیاشو بردن خزدن از یادش یه سی و چند سالی میشه که مشتار و سفرش میکنیم و میزنیم به این ناسمون خدا که بلکه بشنبه نه انگاری که گوشا که زف گرفته بازم حالا کی بگه خوابم نگاه نکردم مثل منم دوباره دستامو به آسمون بگیرم زیر لب جمله هامو پشت هم بشینه با یه نفس داد بزنم از اون خدای خدا هیچی رو ندیم Better than you. I'm a better than you. Yeah. Better than you. Huh. And God, I'm a bad guy. چیزا که حفظن ازم این دور و وریا چیزا که خیلی وقت هشیب تو گوشمون مثل یه قصه است و خوابلو به چشمانون ولی این قصه فرق داره با قدیمیاش این قصه بدیاش بیشترن از آدماش دیگه آدم ها اینجا قهرمان نمیشه شخصیت خوب داستان واسد نمیشه قصه های قدیم خدا مهربون بود خدا از اون بالا مواظب هممون بود همه آرون با هم خنه رولم آخر قصه همه شاد میشدن با هم ولی خب خیلی وقت این قصه ها دیگه مردن نه کسی میشنوه نه کسی میخونه بازم قصه خون و جن گریه های مادر من همیشه تفلار ولی نمیبره خوابم Among men, I am a man. There is a man in me, and that man is I. I am a man, the picture of the dream. I am a man people don't see. They see my trousers and call me that man. I am a man full of cream, a man with open arms. I am a man with rivers that reach nations. I shed a tear when joy overtakes fears. I open my ears wide open, but take in what builds me. I don't blame, but I encourage and learn from my mistakes. I am a man you never knew, the stranger you ignored. I am the man you looked at and turned away without saying hello. I am a man who loves peace and freedom. Yeah, come on. Yeah. No line. 
disappoint do they with Fiki Jazz brilliant how special was that they uh, played three tracks for us firstly from the uh, I think it was called Kajaro from the most recent album uh, Saraba Sofiana uh, and then from their 2014 album at Kroll Junction the brilliant no lines no separation and finally uh, a track called Sujam Fata from the Sofiana album from 2019 more music to come as Alana Basinska and uh, getting ready uh, for her virtual appearance at our virtual concert shortly but first we're going to hear another artist who played at uh, previous Ribble Valley Jazz Festival this time it's Courtney Pine who appeared at the 2015 festival and this is a track called Devotion Thank you. 
That was Courtney Pine with a track called Devotion, who played alongside Zoe Raman at the 2016 festival. Well, still to come with music from Gwilym Simcock to close our very special virtual Ribble Valley concert. But first, it's the Ukrainian-born harpist Alana Bashinska, who studied art and classical music in Poland and the United States of America before settling in London. She'll perform a couple of tracks influenced by the music of Alice Coltrane. So please welcome to the stage Alana Bashinska.
is such a beautiful instrument, even better to watch it played live. Alana Bashinska with two numbers, we had Blue Nile and Journey to Sachandana, both Alice Coltrane classics. Well coming up very shortly we have our final artist who is a British pianist and has been described as being exceptional, brilliant and a creative genius. I'm talking about Gwilym Simcock. As the stage has been uh, set up for Gwilym, moving that big piano in place, we're going to hear from another artist who appeared at the festival in 2017, who I managed to see live, and she was fantastic. This is uh, Yolanda Brown and uh, a track called Million Billion Love. Thank you. 
that's Yolanda Brown from her album Love, Politics and War and Million Billion Love. Just to remind you, you're listening to Giants of Jazz Radio and a special virtual concert because this weekend would have been when the Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues Festival would have been taking place. But due to the lockdown, um, we were forced to cancel it. And this broadcast is trying to give a flavour of what could have been. I also wanted to quickly mention coming up after the show at 5pm on Giants of Jazz Radio and Ribble FM, a community station here in Lancashire, you can hear Matt Evans between 5 and 7pm with fabulous jazz related to the weekend. That's straight after we've finished. Also, have a look at the Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues Festival website and their Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues Club. That's www.rvjazzandblues.co.uk. So we're just moments away from hearing our final artist, Gwilym Simcock. But first, earlier in the week, I managed to catch up with Gwilym for a quick word and asked him how he'd been coping with not performing. I've not been too sad to just be at home working and writing music. I quite enjoy that, to be honest. So it's been nice to have a, a bit of a, a bit of a rest in, in a sense, travelling around. And writing is a, is a big part of my life. We're going to spend at least half my time writing music. So it's nice to have a bit of time to dedicate to that. Um, I'm reading about you. There are many superlatives applied to you um, and your skill, exceptional, brilliant, creative genius. How do you keep yourself grounded? <laughs> it's lovely, of course, when anybody writes anything nice, and I, I'm very, very grateful and, and appreciate that. And then, of course, the, the, you know, you get reviews that, that aren't, aren't as flattering. So I kind of gave up quite a while ago reading or, or listening to, to reviews because... Um, I think I take it a bit too personally, probably, but uh, that's just my own <laughs> problem to deal with. But now, of course, it's lovely when people say nice things, and, and to be honest, I've always just wanted to do the very best I, I can. You know, I my parents um, made a lot of sacrifices uh, and did did a huge amount for me to have the opportunity to study music when I was a child, and, and that's always given me this sort of background of really wanting to try my very best to, to pay that back by doing doing the best I can uh, as a musician and. Um, uh, and I guess ultimately the, the most important thing to, to me, apart from you know trying to do my best for them, is to is to try and get the respect of your your fellow musicians uh, and the people who sort of know about the music, the kind of music that, that you do. So that that's always been a big motivator is to try and to try to to do things to the highest possible standard. And of course, not everyone's going to like your, your music and the, the beauty of music. That it's a very individual thing, and we all like some things. And, you know, everyone has an individual taste of what they like so whether people sort of like like what i i do or, or not i guess the important thing for me is just to try and do do what i do the to, to the highest possible standard really and put, put everything i can into it your, your most recent album near and now included music about people you've who've influenced you including your first piano teacher when you know an individual does it make the writing of something easier a process when you're writing for, for musicians as players then you're not only writing for their, their musical skills but also who they are as people and that's a really lovely thing in the, in the case of the album writing the piece for Les Chisnell who was a very important person for me and, and one of the loveliest people I'm sure sure you know him yourself you know one of the loveliest people you could ever meet so um, that's always a nice starting point to try and write a, a piece of music and I always remember him you know introducing me to to a lot of jazz and a lot of different types of music when I was a when I was a student well you know child at Cheatham School of Music and uh and his sort of starting point of things that he liked was for music to come from the angle of beauty, so um, which of course is a great place and an often forgotten place for music to come from. So 
Uh, so uh, I, I did feel like it would be nice to write a piece for him. And of course, that that was a, uh, the starting point was just to try and write something which had a nice melody and was, you know, hopefully pleasing to the ear. You play both classical and jazz. Do you, what do you enjoy most? Well, I, I guess for me, what what I really enjoy is music that has an element of composition and an element of improvisation. So if you were trying to put things into specific pigeonholes, then I guess you could say the composed side, you'd then call that classical and the improvised side jazz, but I guess it doesn't really work like that. I, I love playing jazz, going out and playing standards, and I love the challenge of, of going out and playing a classical piece of music, although that's something I find a little stressful, and to be honest, the reason I, I sort of morphed being a classical concert pianist into being a jazz musician in the first place was that I didn't really entirely enjoy the idea of going out and playing a piece of Rachmaninoff that was being played a million times before perfectly well. Trying to do that again, you know, that I found that, that challenge a bit stressful in a way and that the idea of music when there's a right and a wrong, you know, if you play some wrong notes, that's a bad performance. But for me, that always stuck with me as a child as being a stressful thing. So um, having said that, I, I really love being involved with, with playing classical music now and especially chamber music. I mean, not so much maybe solo piano music, but uh, playing classical chamber music. And uh, as I say, the, a lot of the music that I lo- love to try and create myself, hopefully as an element of the classical side and an element of the jazz side. So really, it's something that goes in between too, I guess. Our thanks to Gulam for speaking to us. Okay, the time has come to introduce our final artist, and one of the quotes from Gulam that sums up his own motivation is to be able to make music that you know you'd want to listen to yourself. Well, I'm sure we're going to enjoy his performance, so please welcome to the stage and show your appreciation for Gulam Simcock. 